that. Well, this is another thing. <laughs> Can we stop with the rapeseed oil and canola oil already? That shit's not good for you, right? That is industrial sludge, brother. And everyone's cooking with it. It's in everything. <laughs> So I absolutely love Adam Curry here on Joe Rogan calling seed oils industrial sludge. It's probably probably the best explanation that I've seen for the toxic shit that seed oils are. There's almost absolutely nothing natural about the process of getting vegetable oils onto your plate, onto something that you can use to cook with. There's absolutely no reason that should be done. It takes intense machinery and high heat to extract the seed oils from many of these vegetable oil sources that we use like canola oil, cotton seed oil, rapeseed oil, all of these oils that are so prevalent in our diet today because they're very cheap to manufacture, um, they're very easy to use and cook with, but again, they're driving a lot of profits, they are a cheap alternative to animal fats and things like palm oil, coconut oil, all these other oils that are far better for you than seed oils. Honestly, if you can do one thing this year in 2022, if you can just do one thing, it would be to remove all seed oils from your diet. Absolutely all seed oils. If you can do that, it is gonna have a domino effect on the rest of your diet and life and it's gonna make you feel a whole lot better. And the beauty about removing seed oils is it has this effect because it automatically removes so many other processed carbohydrates. If you have a look at packaging these days, almost everything contains seed oils. They are used as a preservative, they're used to enhance the flavor, they're used to add texture to foods to keep them, you know, that little fluffy, juicy texture for a whole lot longer in that package that probably never expires. But removing them just automatically puts you in a position where almost all of the package bullshit that you're normally be buying just gets removed and i'm no perfectionist you know there's going to be times when you do need to make a compromise and eat something that might not be the perfect keto carnivore animal based diet that's okay but if you are 90 percent, 95 percent of the time if you are eating good foods not putting seed oils or shit into your food, it makes a huge difference. And he has a really cool trick. This trick I've used tons, it works often. It flexes your asking muscles, if uh, I can put it that way, because sometimes, you know, we're afraid to ask for things, but when you're at a restaurant um, or even anywhere, you know, at a guest house or you're at a B&B, wherever you are, go up to the person who's cooking your food or the waiter and just say, hey, I'm allergic to seed oils, I'm allergic to vegetable oils, please could you cook my food in butter or tallow? Almost nine times out of 10, they understand and they will do that for you. And in fact, I know for a fact many chefs are for cooking in butter and things like olive oil. You know, olive oil itself is a lot better than your traditional seed oils because of the way it's extracted. It's cold pressed, um, it's more natural in its form already. It doesn't have to go through this grueling process. That's not to say it's the best oil to cook with, but again, it's that it's just where you want to sit in that spectrum, um, and it's not about being a perfectionist at all. So that trick I've used so often. You just say you're allergic. Say, can you please cook my steak in butter? Can you please cook my vegetables in butter? Whatever you're cooking, 
whatever you're eating at the restaurant, just ask, you know, the worst thing they're going to do is say, oh, well, we've already had, we've already like marinated it in the sauce, but we can take the sauce off for you and whatever. Most of the time you can make a compromise with somebody, but again, it's just about flexing that muscle and just asking and sort of just plunging in and maybe looking like the bit of the weird one for like two minutes at the table, but then you sort of explain to people what you're doing and they understand. And the bottom line is if you want to live a good life and you want all of these material successes, you have to look after your animal flesh first. You have to look after this tangible piece of equipment that is on you all of the time. You know, we are a walking bag of flesh, of meat that needs to be nourished with the correct amount of protein, fat. Do we need carbs? I would argue no. Can they work for some people? Yes. I'm not dogmatic but my rule is whatever you're eating you know wherever you are whatever you're doing you need to prioritize protein and you need to eat mostly meat it's as simple as that so 90 percent of your calories should come from a meat-based source you know it should be looking like red meat uh, lamb beef chicken whatever obviously chicken's not red meat but you get the idea animal-based food is your structure and then whatever garnishes or the other 10% you want to use to, to ensure that you're getting enough of that animal-based food, go nuts. Do what you have to do. Obviously, don't include seed oils, but if you need a few little vegetables here and there to make sure you're eating enough meat, that's okay. Or a little bit of fruit or a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It all depends what your goals are, what the context is, what are you doing and what do you want. You know, Obviously, if you've got an autoimmune issue and your gut is highly compromised, don't be fucking eating vegetables, don't be eating a lot of fiber, don't be eating things that are ir gonna irritate your gut until you've healed to the point where you can add back in foods. This is always a good time to just sort of say that I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nutritionist, but I have been doing this for a very long time. I've been managing my weight and my journey for the past nine years. I've been low carb all of those nine years. I've been keto maybe five or so. I've been carnivore for the past two and a half years. So I've definitely got experience and what I've learned is that you can't be dogmatic, you can't be perfect and you can't look at other people on Instagram and think that their diet is gonna be perfect for you. You know, context matters. But the most important thing is is figuring out the version that's gonna work for you and the version that you're gonna stick to in a long in the long term and the long context, you know? There's often more to your suffering than just diet. So, you know, eating meat and eating a good amount of food and feeling good is gonna definitely help. But there's definitely more to yourself than just diet. You know, we're complex beings, so I would definitely look at mindfulness practices, breathing, journaling, all of these other things. And then on top of that, you know, exercise, you know, whether it's walking or whether it's CrossFit, it doesn't matter. But exercise also has to make up your sort of sphere of healing, no matter who you are and what you're doing. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I'm sending you love and light and let me know your thoughts on seed oils. But in the meantime, if you could like, subscribe, comment, it really does go a long way to help people find my work. And I'm wishing you a happy 2022. It's good to be back.